Welcome to Warm and Fuzzy, where we chat all things pop culture, movies, music, and moments in history we simply cannot forget. I can buy myself flowers. Oh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Warm and Fuzzy. I am your host, Shane. I am your host, Amelia. How are ya, Amelia? I'm good. I'm just recovering from having the giggles. Literally. I'm in um, a bit of a silly mood today, aren't I? Bit of a silly mood. A little bit of a silly mood. I bought some saltwater taffy. You with me? It's been a weird, slow. It's been a strange day. A strange day because it's like slow for me, but you have been all over Sydney. Yeah, literally been over all over Sydney looking for a fridge for my mum. So it is both. <laughs> Anyone that has an Italian mother will understand the pain of shopping for a new appliance with her. Um, but like, it's been a strug, but it's like we've gotten there. Yeah. We're down to two different brands. So she's thinking Samsung or Fisher and Paykel. Both great. Yeah, both great brands. Um, She's very much like a loyalist though. You know what I mean? She's here for the legacy brands. She doesn't want to try anything new. I get it. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, But I'm very much like, and I was saying this to you in the car earlier, I'm very much the kind of person where I'll just buy a brand. Like I'm not scared to try something new or to, you know what I mean? Like if it's a new brand, like I'm not scared to try it if like the quality is there. I just have to see good reviews. Totally. But you know what? Sometimes you need to be the trendsetter. You need to be the review maker. You can't always be the review receiver, you know? Maybe. It depends though. So like I'm probably not going to buy a car that's like a random new brand. Yeah. Like you're not going to buy like an Like a Polestar. Yeah. Polestar. Yeah, see, you don't even know what that is. It's yeah. a Spanish brand. Wow. Um, and they do electric cars, but yeah. it came up because they had like a, a setup in Bondi. Okay. Um, and I was like, what is this brand? But like, look at Tesla. They've yeah. not been around for very long. Yeah. But like, you True. know, the hype of Elon. Yeah. But that's what it is. Like, you need people to create hype. You need the marketing. Yeah. Yeah. Totes. Um, But that's good. She's down to two brands. Yeah. They both sound good. We love. Now it's just a process of elimination. Totally. I'm so tired. Like shopping for an appliance is maybe the most tiring thing on earth. Especially when you've looked at about 200 of the same appliance. That's why I try to do everything that I can online, online. before I go in. Yeah. And then I really just go in to make sure that I like it. I've told you I'm a very decided shopper. Mm. When I go into a store, I've already looked online. I've looked at the reviews. I literally, I'm a strike attacker. I'm not here to dawdle. I'm not here to like... No, like you want to go in, you want to just take one quick, like once over, ask any questions you might need to know. And then make your purchase or leave. Then I'm heading straight to the checkout. You know, very that. Mm -hmm. Which we love. Aligned. Yeah. Um, so that's been interesting for you. Yeah. I bought some saltwater taffy and I immediately had to spit it out because... It wasn't a vibe. No, and like my teeth aren't that sensitive, but there's yeah. some things, if it's maybe too sweet, where it feels like a toothache. That said, I can eat straight hard toffee yeah. with no issues. Oh, wow. But that saltwater taffy did something to my mouth. She and must it was have just like really gotten in a crevice yeah it really got into my teeth yeah dead but i'm fine now um so how are you how's your week been good my week's been good yeah i only had a three-day week this week Mm. so 
it's been nice. Yeah. You know, I still have two more days off after this. It's crazy. Stunning. That never happens. We love rolling into you know, the weekend. We love rolling into the weekend, mm. rolling in the deep. What about you, Boo? What's been going on? Um, Events were back on this week. Yes. Which we has been. We went to an event together. Yeah. So we went to the benefit event for their yep. new fluff up brow wax. Um, which, and that was on the island in Sydney. Yes. It was very exclusive. I was just saying to you before, like it was giving... It was giving VIP experience. Yeah. And I was saying like how lucky we are to experience those things. And that like, that's part of our job. Totally. That yeah. is part of our job and we get to experience them together as friends as well. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And like, I know I've always got you there. Like if like I need to like retreat, you know what I mean? From a social situation, I know mm-hmm. where I'm at straight away. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Sis was parked in the car. I, I hit my, my social battery is so low lately. So it's got off the boat and her social battery. Literally. I, I mean, I did leave halfway through, but yeah. I think that I personally left at a good time for me because it started to get cloudy. I was going to say, I ended up leaving not too long mm. after you. And yeah. as we were coming back to it the city, it started to rain and thunder lightning and, and lightning. Jordan was like, do not turn around our friends, Jordan and Lauren from um, Infinite Scroll. Shout Mm. out. Jordan was like, do not turn around. There's like, you just missed the biggest lightning strike of your life. And I was like, I would have freaked out if I was on the boat and I saw that. Not a vibe. Not for me. No. Yeah. So I left at a good time, I think. And then it started to rain as Jackson and I were getting into the Uber to go home. Um, But that was a really fun event. Such Um, a beautiful event. Very on brand for Benefit. Benefit is always like such an OTT brand and I love it because it's like very like it's very reminiscent of Benefit and where they like came into the come up like that early 2000s I think Benefit has been such like a brow legacy brand in my mm-hmm, eyes like mm-hmm. they're kind of like the OG brow brand you yeah know? it's like Anastasia Benefit yeah, Anastasia and Benefit they're yeah the two. they're the two main ones um and I love the product have you tried it yet mm-hmm. yeah. yeah I've tried it a couple of times now and I really like it I'm not gonna lie I love touching my brows and they feel rock hard like I love it yeah I Nothing love knowing that I could dunk my head into a sink full of water <laughs> and those brows are still and my brows are up. still there yes, yes. <laughs> they haven't floated away in the water exactly yeah. but i love that this is like yeah fluffy buildable this is a lot moldable. easier to wash off and, totally. that, and i appreciate that yeah. because there's nothing more frustrating for me than standing in my bathroom with an oil cleanser and just repeatedly going back and forth over my crusty eyebrows and i think it's the perfect product if you're very like no fuss about brows and you just want something that will like tidy. So benefit, what we're nice. saying is sponsor our podcast. Dead. Thank you. <laughs> um, and then I also had a face gym, a two face gym events this week. Yeah. Cool brand from the UK. They focus a lot on facial massage, lymphatic drainage, and they have skincare products. So that was really fun. Um, and then I'm just enjoying my weekend basically and so what we were actually talking about was that so what we normally do is we record a week before yeah and then i take my sweet time editing the podcast (laughs) um (laughs) and then i will put it live the following week but given that we're pivoting more to current pop culture with a splash of nostalgic it makes more sense for us to bring it out within like a 24 to 48 hour period of recording so that's something that we're going to work on in the next 
fortnight We're as we figure out. It. Yeah, as as yeah. we figure out just schedules and knuckling down a day to do it because yeah. you live about forty five minutes yeah. an hour on a bad day away yeah. from me. So we're just P. trying to work that out. Work that out. Yeah. yeah. My mum said to me today, she was like, Do you think you're ever gonna move closer? And I was like, Do you wanna pay my rent? <laughs> like, girl, I can't afford it. Mm. Or else I would. Yeah. But like I'm always, you know me, I'm always on realestate.com trying to find... You just need to, like, stop looking at Byron, though. Yeah, I'm obsessed with Byron. This segues to a movie I watched last night that Mm -hmm. I'm obsessed with, Bosch and Rocket. You know me, I'm a sluz for an Australian movie. I love, like, a good Australian movie. And this was such a good movie. What is it about? So it's about Bosch and Rocket. So Bosch is Rocket's father. He's played by Luke Hemsworth. Um, who, you know, I'm just going to say it. I'm always like, oh, he's like the low rent Hemsworth. He's the forgotten Hemsworth. He's the forgotten Hemsworth. But he was really good in this movie, like very ocker Australian dad. Um, and then his son Rocket, who's like cute little like beach surfer boy is actually 18, but looks about 12, um, 18 IRL, but looks about 12 years old. Um, and it's about their relationship. And their dad, like, I don't want to give too much away, but their dad does some dodgy dealings. They've got a flea there. Like, they're they're from a small surfer town south of Byron Bay. They don't name the town. They moved to Byron to flee some, um, a sticky situation. And, yeah, it's just about this, like, really cool dynamic between them. Um, A great movie, though. If you love an Australian movie, it's available on Netflix. I definitely recommend watching it if that's your kind of vibe. I feel like... For me, I just grew up next to the beach, so I always love, like, a beachy movie Mm -hmm. that I can, like, relate to. Like, whenever I see this – and whenever I see the scenery of Byron Bay, I'm like, I'm obsessed. You know, I went there on a holiday in 2020. Mm -hmm. um, And ever since I left, I feel like a part of me stayed in Byron Bay. I love Byron. That's like me in Queenstown in New Zealand. If I could move there and bring my family and friends with me – in a heartbeat, would. I would. Yeah. I would struggle being away from my family, which is the only thing that makes me hesitant to move to Byron. Mm-hmm. You know, my mum specifically, you know. But I think it's such a vibe. Southern it's just coastal. like you get to a point in your life where you want more space, you want something more relaxed. But it's also hard because we're also at a stage where we're still working really hard. So it's important for us to be in like more of a metropolitan area. Totally. Um, I look at photos of Canberra from like the 80s and... <laughs> It's like a barren wasteland. There's <laughs> <laughs> like nothing there. It's so like level to the ground, yeah. you know? So. So what Shane's term- saying is he's going to move to Byron. Yeah. And live my best life. Yes. Sweat linen all the time. <laughs> Maybe hemp, you know, mm-hmm. that vibe. Mm. Maybe Mullen Bimby. Who Mal knows? Mullen Bimby. Yeah. Me and Iggy Azalea can be birds of a feather. <laughs> Me and Alex McCord can Alex be birds McCord. of a feather. That seems more Dead. aligned. More aligned. So I have watched um, season six of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Cute. So I have now, because obviously I came over to your house to record last week's episode and you guys kindly fed me and then sat me on the couch and we watched some Beverly Hills yep. and it kind of reignited my interest in it. So I went back to where I was up to. Turns out I hadn't even finished season five. So I actually just skipped to the reunion. Love. Binged it in one night. Season five with Carlton and Joy. No, they've already left. 
Oh, they must be season four. They were season four. four. They were season four. So season five was basically Brandy and Kim just, you know, Kim was clearly very much like back on the substances. And then she had that massive tiff with Rinna. Yes. Um, This is when Brandy and Kim go Mm bye-bye. Yeah. Yeah, So this was their last season. So Yeah. yeah, watching the reunion... I was texting you about it and I was like, Brandy, just like, I, she she makes my anxiety peak yeah. with how she speaks in an argument because her voice is so high-pitched and every yeah. time she's talking, it's like this. And I'm always like, why are you talking like that? Can you please just shut up? And she's so argumentative. Yeah. Like, it's great like, TV. So, yeah, great TV, but she's also like so... She cannot take accountability for no. anything. And whenever somebody says something to her, it's always an attack, but she attacks everybody else. Yeah. Um, so I moved on to season six, have promptly finished it. I'm now on to the reunion yeah. and I'm happy to get into season seven. So season six was very much about Yolanda and potential Munchausen. Oh, that's season six. Yeah, okay, so season cute. six was the introduction of Erica Jane mm-hmm. and Love. Yolanda. And Lyme disease. I feel like seven to ten, I really like the glory seasons as well. I feel like it's when the show is really, like, taken to another level. And not to say those seasons, like, everything beyond that is still amazing. But, like, seven to ten to me are, like, very, very great television. Yeah, I was looking online to see, like, what were ranked best seasons. And season six and season seven were some of the top. So they put the first few seasons the first two seasons at the top because they were just so new and game-changing, incredibly dark. And, like, Um, even the the cast, like, mm -hmm. having Camille Grammer on the show, like, that's a huge pull. Like, Mm -hmm. Kelsey Grammer was at, like, his – or just off his peak with Fraser. So, like, huge pull. Yeah. Um, And then you obviously have Adrian Maloof, who's part of the Maloof family. I feel like the Maloof family were so, like – in the news in that part of the thousands. Like I remember like everyone always used to talk about the Maloofs and like they had their own homewares. They had their own mm. bedding. Yeah. Yeah. You I'd know. never heard of them. Oh. Yeah. No. <laughs> I had heard of her husband, ex-husband now because yeah. of um, Dr. 90210 or whatever. Yeah. Um, but no, I hadn't heard about her family in the public eye. Botched. Um, yeah, that's the one. Botched. Yeah. But yeah, no, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. And that's it. I feel like I had more thoughts, but now we've talked about other things. So now I can't remember. I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into some of the fun pop culture stories that we've discovered this week it's been a busy week it has it's been really busy and <laughs> i was saying to you because i i made some of the notes today that the longer that i was on the internet i kept finding more things for us to talk about and i had to like be like amelia no we cannot talk about everything literally but we need to call yeah we need to call which so is just, like a great position to be in you know what i, I mean? know because you know if it was another day that we were doing this on it might be slow might yeah, have been a slow day exactly so let's start with uh Gerard Pique hard Pique. launching his girlfriend on social media, Clara Chiamatti. I was going to say, who's the girlfriend? She sounds um, Italian. So she is, I don't know what she does for a living. I think she's just like a small time model. Um, but basically, she, he is Shakira's ex husband. And this girl is the girl that he was cheating on Shakira with. So it's Wild. his mistress. And so he's hard launched his mistress. 
On Instagram. Um, and so Shakira has uh, written, she wrote a song, you know, her breakup song. Yeah. And some of the lyrics are very pointed and really like, you know, really digging her heels in that he cheated on her and that he's a piece of shit. And that which I love, call him out. She girl. lives like across from his mother as well, like, yeah. which works when you're the married. Mom, the mom like got involved, right? I saw this footage on Saint Hoax. Yeah. Of like Shakira's playing the song on repeat loud. And she's got a witch on her balcony. Yeah, she's got a yeah, witch on her that. balcony sticking up her rude finger at the, like, petty. So petty. petty. And I'm here for and it. And the comments are like, this is why you don't divorce a Latina. Literally. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Um, and it was alleged that Kike was cheating on um, Shakira. And so Shakira was away. And she didn't kind of clue in until she noticed that somebody had eaten her jam that was in the fridge. Stop. And nobody eats that jam apparently but her. So, like, she knows that her kids don't like it. Her husband doesn't like it. Nobody else who goes into their house, you know, they wouldn't eat it. And so she was like, who the fuck ate my jam, basically? And, yeah, that was kind of a clue in for her. Stop. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's such, like, a little... You would already have suspicions if, if you're tipped off by that thing yeah. that small thing she would have had she like would have been burning. sus sus that would be as. me but it, like vegemite <laughs> yeah or like the capers like why are the salted capers missing yeah like who ate those den den yeah some slazer <laughs> um and then in shakira's song she uh says that he traded in a rolex for a casio Yes. shakira being the rolex marty being the casio, casio. and then um gerard actually showed up to a meeting wearing a Casio. A Casio. And then also it was the car model as well. Yeah. Yeah, he drove that. He's So he's like giving it back. Petty. Yeah, he's petty as like well. This is like the pettiest breakup I've ever it's seen. so messy, so messy. messy. Yeah. Wild. I kind of like... But I'm like... Eating, I'm, I'm also eating the crumbs. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm like, yes, mess. You know? Give it to me. <laughs> Give it to me. Give me the mess. Give me the mess. I'm, I'm a robovac. And yes. they're the mess. You know Give what I mean? Give me that. Give me it. I'm here for it. But I hate that, like, obviously Shakira's such an icon, obviously, with, like, all of her amazing songs that she's released. Hips Don't Lie is one of my favourite. Um, I don't know. I have a feeling Shakira will just, like, really bounce back as well. I hope her and Maluma hook up. I hope... Because I've been dying for that for years. <laughs> I hope they... I hope she bounces back from this and she doesn't dwell too long on it. I do yeah. understand, though, like, I, I've i been cheated on before and, like, that is, like... Traumatic. Awful. The most awful thing. And also, it would be worse for her because she has children with him. And then for him to just flaunt, to, one, give it back to her. Yeah. And then to, to now hard launch his relationship on Instagram. It's like... Where's your discretion? Like yeah. you don't have to you can you could make her look like she's in the wrong by saying all these things publicly and you could be the one that's silent and you could retain whatever dignity you have left. Yeah. But you're choosing to play into it so you look like a piece of shit. He does. Yeah. Which he already is because he cheated. And it's like, yeah, we know you've cheated. Like, and almost him doing these things also kind of affirms what she's saying. It's yeah, like, that's well, what I'm saying. You're like being, Yeah, you're like you're being so petty, like Yeah. It's affirming that you obviously cheated on her. You've been called out and like... And you're a child. Yeah, you're a child. Yeah. Yeah. Not into it. No. Next piece of news is the... Okay, I say Scaparelli. 
Okay, so it's pronounced... Because um, when I worked at Mecca, that's the name of a lipstick and I know it was named after the yeah. designer and so we were always taught that it was Scaparelli, but you're Italian, so... Yep, so it's pronounced Scaparelli. Okay. Some people will say Schiparelli, mm-hmm. but when you see an S-S-C and an H, it's pronounced Sk. Okay, Schiparelli. Cool. Schiparelli. Um, but yes, we saw that amazing, iconic show, show at Paris Couture Fashion Week. Um, who was your fave? Who was your least fave look? So if anyone hasn't seen it, you can see what the show, if you just Google Schiaparelli, um, the show was like a lot of sleek dresses, but then they had animal heads, like yeah. really massive animal heads. It was giving like coming to America. It was very that. Yeah. So it was inspired by Dante's Inferno. Mm-hmm. So random, but it's Dante. Very Dante. Dante. It was inspired by Dante's Inferno in Queens, in Hell's Kitchen. Dead. Um, But it was inspired by that iconic, would you call it a chronicle? A book? Yes, it's like about Dante's, it's about, isn't it like a saint? Isn't he a saint or something? He's like traveled through hell. I have no idea. He alleges he walked through hell. My brother's actually read it and he told me about it like a gazillion years ago. Very ancient history vibes. Yeah. Um, So it was pretty cool. It was a cool mm -hmm. show to see. Um, I think the dresses were beautiful. Totally. And I think most notably... They were worn by, obviously, the iconic Naomi Campbell, Irina Sheik, Shalom Harlow, all these amazing, iconic supermodels that mm-hmm. are, like, from, like, the past, you know? Obviously, like, Naomi's still a very pivotal part of modern-day fashion, but um, especially Shalom. I feel like Shalom's just made her re... Made her come... I feel yeah, like Shalom's back. been back into it for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, Naomi never left. No, Irina's kind of just like... Irina's always been in it, Yeah, I think. Yeah, but it's like very like, three very iconic... Models. Models, supermodels. Yeah, you 100%. Know. Um, I loved it. So the heads were completely synthetic. Um, they were handmade out of sculpted foam, resin, wool, silk, faux fur, and hand-painted to look as lifelike as possible. And they looked... So incredibly realistic. So real. That's um, wild. And so there is some conversation around it. So it is approved by Peter. Yeah. Um, because on seeing it, you would think that they would immediately be like, no, this is not on. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's approved by Peter. However, there was a post on the Instagram page, Purple Fashion Journal, that brought up a point that it was glamorizing taxidermy. Which That's it, dumb. <laughs> I hate that. And you know why? I think if we're finding, if we're finding like sustainable ways to bring this kind of look into fashion without killing an animal, then I think it's great. And that's kind of where I end that argument for myself. Cause I'm like, you know what? You may think that, but if this is a more sustainable and cheaper alternative that gives you the same kind of look, which it does, I'm for it. But who's wearing it? That's my thing. Well, it's couture. It's yeah, like I know not, not a lot of people are wearing yeah, it. Yeah, like, you know, it's not really like, you're not wearing that to Easties. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, people are going to wear it like one-off. Yeah, you know? like Erica Jane might wear it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, she can't afford it anymore. She can't afford it anymore. Dorit. 
Dorit would wear it. Dorit always wears couture. Dorit would wear it. Dorit will be wearing that in her confessional season yeah. 13, 14, whatever we're up to now. <laughs> Dead. And so there's a funny video of Kylie Jenner wearing it. Um, and then it's been, and Irina was wearing the same costume, yeah. same outfit. Um, and Kylie was sat front row. And she was just kind of like looking at Irina and just like nodding her head, like, but also kind of looking away. And it was a little bit awkward, like, so awkward. They're wearing the same outfit, but like, of course, like, who wore it better? Yeah, but also, you don't often see somebody in the front row wearing the same outfit as somebody on the runway. No. That's not. And it was obviously done for the meme of it all because it's like yeah. Skipperelli would have known that. Kylie was wearing that. They would have loved her. They dressed her. her. That dress. Exactly. Yeah. But so there's a there's a funny meme of like Hansel and Zoolander when they. <laughs> yes. And it's, and it's like that. Kylie when she sees Irina walking down can, the runway. <laughs> can we like give a little shout out to Kylie? Because I think she's really been turning out looks this fashion week. Mm-hmm. I was shook that little blue number that she was wearing earlier on in that week. It was like a blue frou-frou kind of look. I was obsessed. I was like, Kylie is really giving like high fashion usually the things you see from her are very like trend driven i feel like she's very trendy not like high fashion but she was giving like she was looking high end and i was like props to you gal yeah oh yeah that's beautiful yeah like royal blue yeah even in the scaparelli the way she wore it i think it was just like so classic and beautiful like her hair was done so beautifully this blue that's stunning i'm obsessed yeah I'm obsessed. It's and very this is fairy tale. So, uh, like, that's something Anne Hathaway would wear. It's so classy. Oh, and then I like this so... this blue dress that she wore. Yeah, she's really loving the blues. Isn't yeah, she? no, she looks great. Does so Kylie's like... really like on show at the moment, and she also obviously like debuted her son's name almost a year after he was born, mm-hmm. and people are kind of saying like, what are they distracting from? Yeah. What's going on in the Kardashian world? Oh, right, there must be something going on. Yeah, so we we kind of like already know that Kylie and Travis may not be together. Oh, the look on your face says you did not Kylie know. Or yeah, Kylie and Travis. Oh, Kylie, Kylie, Kylie and Travis Scott. Travis Scott. Oh yeah. my god, I get Travis Scott and Travis. <laughs> Travis Barker. Barker. I was like, what? Yeah, it's so weird that they've got two Travises oh my god, in their yeah, family. Yeah, two Travises. Yeah, yeah, that's been kind of the rumor mill for a while, though, right? I mean, no, no, no. Like, like so they've always been on and off, but then they obviously got back together, like when they had the baby, the yeah. second baby, um, and then they were spotted together. That she's put photos on Instagram of them being together, and then recently yeah. a TikTok came up from a girl who Kylie actually has old beef with yeah. <laughs> old beef um because he dated uh she, de- I can't talk Jaden Smith dated <laughs> Jaden Smith dated this chick after he dated Kylie and then Kylie was like you know trying to warn him about her and all this stuff and it's the same girl who's now supposedly been spotted with travis oh my gosh she's a kylie homie hopper yeah (gasps) so this girl um put up a tiktok of her on a private jet and there's like a guy in the background for two seconds because she flips the camera of course attention seeking yeah flips the camera and it looks like travis stop Mm. right now yeah and so they're saying that like she's like been hooking up with him and that was part of the reason why they split up oh my god but they've always had kind of i don't know we don't know the ins and outs of their actual relationship but it's been said that they do have an open relationship okay i could never that's so modern of her love you know when you're dating a rapper yeah like what do you really kylie doesn't give me that kim would never kim Kim would would never never. chloe would never was married to 
the biggest rap, arguably the biggest rapper in the world, yeah. Yeah. would never agree to an open relationship. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kylie's a younger generation. I don't think she would. I think if anyone was going to be in an open relationship, it would be Kendall because she's like the cool one. Mm, yeah. You know? yeah. Like, and she's very like, I feel like she's very modern thinking and like, yeah. like holistic. I feel like she'd be open to it. I don't see Kylie doing that. I could be wrong. They could be in an open relationship. I don't yeah. Know I don't that. know. I see it. But okay. I also... Interesting. It's just not for me. Not yeah. for me, dog. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm always, like, wondering, like, you told us your baby's name is Airi. Yeah. <laughs> Air. Air. Airi. Airi. It means my pee-pee in Arabic. Oh. That's what the <laughs> Middle Eastern community is lolling about. It's like, does Kylie know that she named her baby that? Or after the iconic in-house label. Like yes. I noted. Dad, um, talking about babies, another iconic, the OG socialite, Miss Paris Hilton, has welcomed a baby boy into her life. We know nothing about this. Mamiana. Yeah, she's a Mamiana now. We assume... Surrogate. We assume a surrogate or adoption. We don't know, but I'm assuming a surrogate. Mm. Um, all we know is we've seen a hand. On a, on a thumb. Yeah, and we just know that it's a baby boy because yeah. they released a statement to people saying yeah. that they welcomed a baby boy. People Magazine really gets all the scoops. I know. Yeah. How exciting. I know. It's Welcome so exciting. To the family, Baby Hilton. I remember that Paris um, had said that she'd been wanting to be a mum forever, like for so long. And I feel like she was, she's been on this journey for a while. Like when she and Carter started dating, I think they immediately started um, making embryos because yeah. they kind of knew that the, each other was the one and that they wanted to have a family together. Yeah. And I th- and she also said in her statement to people that I think even b- this was before they announced that they'd had the baby while they were going through, fer- through fertility. I can't talk. While they were going through fertility treatments that it was around COVID because yeah. she had all the time to kind of devote to that because it's not like she was traveling anywhere. And doing gigs. Yeah. 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 So yeah. it's really exciting. Um, Names, what do you think? I don't know. I think it'll be like, I could imagine her naming her baby like Baby. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. His name could be Baby or it could be something really like traditional that she can like play with like Theodore and she can call him Teddy. Yeah. Or like like you know the name of... I mean? um. A Hilton family member. Yeah. Deep, deep in the family tree. I swear in her book, How to Be an Heiress, she said that she wanted to call a child of hers London. You know, because she was named after a city, so she would want to call another child, one of her children, London. Yeah. I don't know that she would do that now, but. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like Teddy is such a cute name. No, actually, isn't that the name of Nikki's? Is it? It's. I'm going to have to Google it. Nikki Rothschild's. Nikki married like shmoney. <laughs> Nikki married like when you talk about new money meeting old money and mm-hmm. like it becoming just a lot of money, that's the Rothschild Hilton partnership. Yeah. And I fucking live for it. Oh yeah, so she does have a child named Teddy. She but does. it's a girl. Okay. Teddy cute. Marilyn Rothschild. Oh <gasps> that's such like Heaven. a that's such an LA name. Marilyn. That's such an LA, like, yeah, Teddy Marilyn. And then the second one is Lily Grace Victoria Rothschild. Cute. And then they now... It's giving, I've just thrown two to three names together and made it a thing, but yes. I'm here for it. Oh, and then she has a boy, but I don't think they've shared the son's name. Okay. Okay. Imagine the power of having the last name Hilton or Rothschild. Or Rothschild. Oh, my God. Like Every door jealous. would be open for like you. Like Morgan. Morgan? Yeah, like PJ Morgan. 
you know. Oh, like, I was like Val Morgan, like the very film company. Dead. It's very like such a powerful name. Like just so much comes from it. Kardashian. Yeah. Kardash, you know? Yeah. yeah. Very that. Jenner. Yeah. Talking about another icon who, you know, I'm frankly like I become more and more obsessed with by the day. Miss Julia Fox. Mm-hmm. She did a little like TikTok apartment tour. And the second I saw it, I sent it to you straight away. I was like, we need to talk about this this week because I'm fucking obsessed. I think she's just like so real. I was. She's a normie. Yeah. And like when I first saw it, I was like a little bit taken aback. I was like, oh my God, this is how my house looks sometimes. You know what I mean? Like she's giving cluttered. Yes, yeah, so basically Julia Fox has a two-bedroom apartment in New York City yeah. that looks exactly like a two-bedroom apartment in, in New, New York, York City. City. It's like you like would just assume she would have like a bigger home or yeah. like a bigger something, but it was so normal. It's like you can see like she doesn't have storage, like a normal New York apartment. Doesn't. Her hallway was filled, filled. with shoes, shoes, toys, kids' play table. A pram. Yeah. Like she had it all. She had shoes in her kitchen, very like... And she switched her... Very Bradshaw of her, and, and I And she it. switched her living room into her bedroom because it's bigger yeah. as well. Yeah. And then gave one of the bedrooms to her child. Yes. Um, who doesn't spend any time in there. He's always apparently in her bed anyway. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cute. Um, yeah, like, she didn't show like a living room, so she mustn't have one. No, nah, that's what she uses as her bedroom. Yeah. Yeah, yes. And Wild. she also said that she has a mice problem. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a level of real that I am not willing yeah, to participate in. Yeah, I am not in. here for it. No. Not the vibe. Not for me. Um, anyone that's lived in like city Sydney, like I'm sure you've come across a mouse at least once in your lifetime. Um, but yes, a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Not skip, but like she's like, I let the mice live here. They clean she's up like, the crumbs. She's like, I respect them. Yeah. They do, they do clean up on yeah. the, f- you know, the food that my toddler throws everywhere, that my son throws everywhere. They do yeah. come in and clean it up. I'm like, oh, my God. I would immediately call an exterminator, but go feel, you, Julia yeah, Fox. Yeah, go off. I just love how real it is. Like, I love – it was just so transparent. Yeah. And she said in the beginning, she's like, I believe in 100% transparency. Here's an apartment tour. And it mm-hmm. was, like, just so grounding. You know? Yeah, because you could make the assumption that she would be making a shit ton of money now. Yeah. I never thought she was, to yeah. be honest, because the last like film she was in was um, Uncut, Uncut Charms. Um, and then she's done like the odd fashion partnership, but it looks like it's still mostly just like organic stuff that she's doing on her own. Yeah. So, yeah. But, but some people could think that she would be at a place where she would have like a hectic house. Totally. But she also said that she doesn't like extravagant displays of wealth, wealth as which well, I love. which I appreciate. She's very, very down to earth. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like, I couldn't ever see... Let's just say one day I was a squillionaire. You know what I mean? I could never see myself living in, like, a giant stately home. Yeah, so I could see myself living in, like... It's giving four-bedroom Byron Bay beach shack vibes, you know? Beach elevated, shack? No, not shack, but, like, elevated beach house. That's okay. what I could see myself in with a cute pool. And a beach house. Okay, cute. Like in a little, like, pool house, I mean. That's a vibe. Yeah. That's like, I have something, you know? I have something. I have something. <laughs> I have something. Look, a house like that in Byron Bay is probably going to cost me, like, $6 million. So, mm-hmm. you know. I yeah. can dream big, though. 
life could pop off. Who knows? <laughs> we could both be living in that home. True. I wouldn't mind a big house, but it would have to be one level. Yeah. You know me. I am such a fan of a single level sprawled home. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine like... So I've done it both. Like I've lived in a two-story home and a single-story home. I just can't imagine going back to a two-story home now. No. And that's what we keep looking at. Yeah. I keep looking at um, townhouses that are two levels because that's what seems to have three to four bedrooms in Sydney. Yeah. But ideally, I would not like stairs. No. Yeah. I just think like the day comes when we both have families. Oh, my God. Can you imagine me being pregnant walking up and down stairs? Not so that, a vibe. Or with like a newborn or something? I would, the way I would stack it. Yeah. Not a vibe. <laughs> I just think like, and you've told me that story about like your sister-in-law. My sister-in-law literally stacked it. Yeah. Holding my niece when scary. she was like a matter of weeks old. It's scary to me. That's mm. just like not a vibe. Um, so if I am blessed enough to one day have the money for like a sprawled single story home, I'm running to the hills, you know, mm-hmm. love, but shout out to Julia. It was a beautiful apartment to her. She's a real girl. She's a real girl. I just want her to clean her like window seals, you know, mm-hmm. other than that, go off sis. Um, another iconic collab that you know I was dying over was the Skims X White Lotus partnership. So obviously not with White Lotus, the TV show, but Simona Tabasco and Bay Grano, um, who are on screen and IRL besties. They the play Lucia and Mia yes. on White Lotus. Yeah. Um, so Kim shared the news January 23rd. She posted on Instagram and she said she was inspired, obviously, by White Lotus. She's like, I watched it and had to have my girls in a shoot. So it marks the first global campaign for the dynamic duo who played supporting roles um, on the HBO anthology show, White Lotus. But too. who were clearly the breakout stars of it. Totally. Lucia was my favourite. Same. Mm. Um, they just, like, really stole the show. They clutched... I was clutching my pearls. I was like, these girlies need to win. Mm-hmm. I, they were really the only people I was rooting for. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even Jennifer, I don't know about you, but like watching the second season, sorry guys, spoiler alerts, if you haven't watched it already. Skip through. Yeah, I wasn't vibing Jennifer Coolidge this season, mm. but I also hated her assistant that she treated like shit. Yeah, I hated her. Hate. The most. Hate it. Um. But like I also stopped, I feel like, yeah, I feel like they did her a little bit dirty this season because she was so lovable the first season, mm-hmm. but also not super lovable because of what she did to the spa. The spa manager. The spa yeah, manager. She strung her along. Mm. That, was my, that was the person I empathised with yeah. season one. I was mm-hmm. like, you are the only redeeming character. I oh, know, bless her. <laughs> Dead. Yeah. yeah. But um, no, I did like Jennifer Coolidge this season. I didn't like her assistant. I did like the three, the family, the Italian guys. Yeah, me too. The grandpa, the father and the yeah. son because they're all the same. And as I much dated, as the... I dated a guy that looked so much like the son. Albie. Like, <gasps> yeah. As like Albie is so like <laughs> that Cute new Albie. wave feminist yeah. boy yeah. that yeah. thinks he will get in with the chicks by being so feminist. Like he's a bit of a sim. He's 100% a sim. Yeah. And then in the end, it turns out he's just like his father anyway. Yeah. It's like... Trash. Yeah, when he shows him his cards and his dad's just like, lol. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Bye. But also, like, you're getting string- strung along. Like, yeah. you're going to get... 
I loved the inherent like host before bros messaging that the girls had. It just like made my life. Get your bag. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Get your bag, girl. Yeah. This is exciting for them. Yeah. We love to see it. I love it. And I hope it just leads to more amazing campaigns for them Mm -hmm. and like more of a spotlight. Shout out to my Italian girlies. Yeah. Love. Okay. So next is we wanted to talk about Michaela Nagera, TikTok beauty star. Mm-hmm. She has come under fire Quite after contrary. posting a TikTok for L'Oreal for their new mascara. And she does a demo where she's tried, she's already got it on one eye and then she tries it on the other one in the video. But then when she shows it after doing three layers, it looks like she's wearing fake lashes. And yeah. so people called her out in the comments being like, how are you like bestie be for real? Like, just tell us you're wearing lashes. And then she was responding and she was like, no, I'm not wearing them. That just shows like proves how good this mascara is, blah, blah, blah. And then people are just like having a go and saying that she should be canceled again and that like she's a liar and she cannot be trusted. But I don't know, like for some people, mascaras really do work like that. Yeah. Like I saw a demo of another creator who had worked with them for that same mascara um, and she tried it on like after the whole controversy showing it again and her lashes look insane yeah but my lashes could never because mine are dead straight and if i put mascara on them they point down (laughs) (laughs) i haven't seen please watch it yeah i haven't seen the video but i've seen side by side stills do you need me to send it to you yeah actually you could watch it right now watch it i'll give you a live react yes they don't look like fake lashes at all you can see like the coating of the Wait, though. So this is one layer. I think they look real. So there's people taking screenshots of it where they think they can see the space between the fake lash and the real lash. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't I, know. I think they're real. Yeah. I think, like, looking at that, you can see, like, the very natural, like, you can see some of the eye- eyelashes have, like, clumped together. That's just not indicative of, like, a false eyelash. Like, I'm looking at your eyelashes right now and they're so, like fluffy but i don't wear mascara on my lashes yeah but like even if you wore mascara on the fake lashes would that happen to them honestly i've probably i've never seen a person wear so people have been googling lashes what lashes fake lashes look like with mascara on just to prove their point that she is wearing a lash but again i don't know i don't know no i think people are just out for blood Mm-hmm. I just feel like she, like, can't catch a break. Like, they do look super long on the ends, like, yeah. extended out. But I also think if you still frame someone with mascara on, it might look like false lash- lashes. Some mascaras I mean? just really work that yeah. way on people's eyes. Yeah, yeah. And if she's curled her lash before, mm. of course you're going to get that kind of... 100%. You will get that little kick. Kick. Um, But it's just interesting because people are really, like, up in arms about it and they're so upset and, like, they feel like they've been lied to and blah, 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 and she can't be trusted. You know what? I am not a fan of Michaela Nagera as a person. Like, mm. I'm just, I just don't like gravitate towards her content. And that's not because of any particular reason. It's just not my zhuzh, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think she's a hustler. And like, what she's done, she's really like mastered. And I appreciate that as a human, like, as a human being, I appreciate what she's done with her platform. Yeah. And like, obviously, being in the talent space. I think how far she's taken it is, like, amazing. And I feel like people are just so quick to shit on someone. When they do one thing, it's like it almost piles on. 
her audience really feels like entitled to like her I don't know if I'm going to say this the right way, but they really feel like they're responsible for her money, for yeah. her house, for the life that she lives. And they are sort of like to an extent because they engage with her content, but it also has so much to do with like who she is. And I also feel like she's incredibly gracious about it. Like mm, I've never seen her 100%. Feel, I've never seen her be like entitled or bratty about but it. But that's what the controversy controversy was with her earlier this year was that she was coming off as ungrateful because she was like – I've worked till what time today? Like 5.29 or something or 5.17. I'm yep. exhausted. You don't know what it's like to be an influencer. So people were trying to say that she was ungrateful, but she was like, no, I was just having a shit but day. Not at all. And I was like, tired. Yeah, it's like what? Like content creation just like takes so much creative juices. Like it sucks it from your body. So it's like, I don't know. I just think like it's so, you know, I understand she's not a nurse, she's not a doctor, but it's like, are you a nurse? Are you a doctor? Mm-hmm. Are you, you know what I mean? Like, I just think like people just get burnt out by different things. She it's might okay be to be tired totally, from your job totally. <laughs> to complain about 100%. it. doesn't mean you're not grateful for the life right. that you have. Like we all complain about our jobs. So Michaela, I complain all the time. Yeah. I give you, I give <laughs> you full and I don't need to give you anything, mm. but like, I think if she wants to rant and if she wants to say she's had a shitty day and she's tired, go off. Yeah. I'm tired too, sis. I feel you. But also, like, if she is wearing a lash, okay, it's not great that she lied. Yeah. If she was wearing a lash and she just said, yeah, I am wearing lashes, then it would be like, okay, not ideal. I still don't think she's wearing a lash. Mm. And she said she tight-lined as well. So she put eyeliner on her, like, upper, upper yeah. waterline. Yeah. That also helps. Like, my that makes my eyes look bigger when yeah. I do that because I can extend out like my lash line. if you look line. at the inner eye as well, like, bitch, there's nothing there. What, mm-hmm. what lash? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah. I don't know. But I just also think that people who if- follow influencers, you don't need to believe everything they say. No. And I know that there's like the other side of it where people are completely cynical when it comes to people doing paid ads and they're like, I absolutely will not buy it, will not believe what they say because it's an ad. Totally. But also... But it's like, you know, you and I had this discussion recently about people asking you like, does it really work? Does it really work? And it's like, well, I wouldn't be posting about it if it didn't really work. Like, But then there's some people who do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They will say that anything works just for a paycheck and that's kind of what they're saying about Michaela now. But it's like... Who cares? I feel like she doesn't do a lot of sponsored content, so... I think she does. She does a lot of sponsored content. Oh, does she? Yeah, she does. But also... I mean, once again... I how how like much really money is that mascara? It'd be like five bucks in yeah. the US. Like, are yeah. you really that pressed? <laughs> buy the mascara and try but it for Exactly. Yourself. Buy the mascara, yeah. try it for yourself, make a TikTok about it, and then you can prove Michaela That's wrong. That's right. Done. Big whoop. <laughs> Next topic, something I think is very, very iconic. Um, so Miss Pamela Anderson has posed for Variety. Um, I shared the photos on my story this morning because they just came out 12 hours ago. I'm obsessed. I just think Pam has just like aged so beautifully and gracefully like I feel like she went through this era of weird like botched vibes Mm -hmm. and now you can tell like she's dissolved a lot of her filler she's looking like still obviously gets some bobo but like she still looks sun damaged yeah yeah (laughs) sis she was getting a check from Baywatch you know what I mean but she's so gorgeous and I think 
such a polarizing human being, which also makes her even more like engaging. Mm -hmm. Um, But these variety photos are just so old Hollywood, like glamour. She has lines on her forehead though. She's not getting that much Botox. No, not at all. Mm. I think she like still looks like Pamela Anderson, but she's giving a bit of a Euro flair. I don't know. I'm getting like Euro flair. (laughs) I do not see the Euro flair at all. Death. But I agree with you that she looks beautiful. Um, So I haven't read the article. Nor have I. Okay. Um, But I did see a reel on the variety Instagram where she was kind of talking about having not watched watched the Pam and Tommy Hulu series that came out. Yeah. And so I did watch half of that. And when I learned that they like kind of changed the timeline of certain things to make it seem like more dramatic and stuff like that, I was a little bit annoyed for Pamela. Yeah. She said that it's like opening up like a wound, putting salt in the wound. Um, She never replied back to anybody who tried to get in touch with her. Like I know that the lead actress, Lily... Lily James or whatever, tried to get in touch with Pamela, um, but she never replied. And it's like, of course she wouldn't want to reply. This is a really kind of traumatic time in her life where something that was very private was stolen from their house and then sent out to the world for profit. They made money off of it. um, And it completely changed her life. It ruined her life. Isn't it horrible as well that like people bought it and bought into it and allowed for this to happen. Like it's so nineties paparazzi toxic vibes. That's so indicative of that era, right? Like not a vibe. Yeah. Just slimy. Slimy. Um, slimy. And it didn't affect Tommy Lee's life the way that it affected no. Pamela's. Like, no. Nah. And Tommy Lee's just like so outspoken, like about his sexual activities and his sexual nature like he posted that full-on nude on instagram mm, yeah that joe sent to me <laughs> Yuck. i was traumatized That's so gross. dead but um, yeah not yeah. a vibe i think like yeah and it was like that era as well where like sex tapes were really damaging to a female's career but not so much to hers males. was the first one that came yeah. out yeah um and it wasn't until i suppose kim Mm-hmm. Had hers released where she and pa- and Paris. Paris as well yeah. before her like making money off it, it where they it got like glamorized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for Pamela, it was very traumatizing. Very traumatizing. So it's like, of course, she doesn't want to relive this and rehash it. You yeah, know? and so like going back to the TV series, what they actually did was um, they implied that she miscarried when she found out that the tape had been released, but that was actually not the case. She miscarried like two years later. Okay. So like they twisted the storyline for shock value and I thought that was like really icky because people watch this show and they think that it is real. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so I thought that was gross. But, you know, Pamela's coming back. She's got her autobiography coming out. She also has um, her documentary coming out on Netflix as well, which is – is it already out? I don't know. I, or it might, might already be out. Um, so she's kind of like taking back like her story and her yeah. life and she's getting to tell it her way, which I think is great. I love that. I love when people get to like be their own narrator and really walk like people through a time in their life that has been sensationalized mm-hmm. or, you know. And they get to talk about it themselves. And they get to talk about it themselves because some people don't get the chance to do that, mm. you know. Um, which I love. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's really exciting for her. Talking about that, I'm going to slip something in really, really quickly. Um, Jen Shah. So she's essentially released a tile on Instagram and it says, 
the real story of Jen Shah. Oh, it's now live. DearJenShah.com. I'm going to have a look. You're right going to have to listen to that. Yeah. Not now, though. No. But, yeah, so she's mm. essentially... T- so it's coming soon. Apparently, she's going to be releasing her real story, what really happened. Um, I've had some thoughts about when... Since we initially talked about it and... The American judicial system is just so set on making people guilty that I think it at times, like, you know, if one person pleaded guilty in that case, it's kind of like a flow-on effect. Because if one person's pleading guilty in that case, let's just say Stuart pleaded guilty in that case, which Mm -hmm. he did, um, and he's incriminated Jen Shah, for her to then go against that without, like, solid, hard evidence, which is sometimes hard if someone's made up... Let's just say someone's made up bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. Which I'm not saying, like, what... You know what I mean? I'm not saying that's what happened. But if that did happen, you know, someone can turn around and say something and it's like, you would go to... You would get... She would get more heavily penalised because she's gone to trial. Like, you get more heavily penalised if you're going to go yeah, to trial. Yeah, because the government doesn't want to pay for no, to, more for people to be in a courtroom for longer. So they would service. prefer it if you pled guilty. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is gross. But, yeah... I'm very interested. But to what see she did was terrible, though. What she so did was terrib- so terrible. So terrible. But like, I want to hear what she has to say. Mm-hmm. I just want to hear more. Yeah. You know. You live for the tea. I live for the tea. Um, are we going to talk about uh, Atlantis because we haven't really spoken about it? Um, let's talk talk about. I mean, I'm sure so many of you have already seen all of the conversation about Dubai and every influencer yeah. under the sun going to either the Atlantis or the Tart trip. Can I say though, Tart must be screaming right now because I feel like Tart was in the news for like 30 seconds before all of the tea, just like all of the blame got like shifted to the Atlantis. I feel like... Attention got shifted to the the attention, Yeah, but like all the negative attention really got shifted to the Atlantis. And I feel like Tart was almost just like disappeared. I feel like no one really spoke about it after like that first day of the Tart trip. I feel yeah. like they spoke about it, then everyone was like, oh my God, Atlantis, it's so much bigger and so yeah. much more like. I don't think that matters for them though, because they have yeah. their products in the hands of people like Alex Earl, who has how many million followers? Totally. And now that's going to lead to more people buying Tarte. Oh, totally. I think like I love and I love the resurgence of Tarte. I'm here for it. Mm. Um, I think this was a great thing for them, is what I'm saying. Like, I yeah. think it's good that the Atlantis happened because. The Tart controversy last lasted so little. It was like a little blip in comparison yeah. to like the amount of time people have been talking about mm. the Atlantis. Um, yeah, the Atlantis spent way more marketing totally. dollars yeah. on bringing yeah. all of those celebrities and people and yeah. food god <laughs> over to Dubai. I'm dead that like Scotty Cam and like Sonia Kruger are there. Like it's so random. So random. So Jules random. Sebastian. Jules Sebastian, Sammy Robinson. There is an agency in Australia that, that does the PR for Atlantis mm. and they were doing the invites. Yeah. Isn't it sad that, like, <laughs> I'm going to hell, um, but I'm going to say it anyway. Like, Jules Sebastian, come on. <laughs> I will never forget her photoshopping the. Like, we didn't have anyone better to send? I know. I know. That's sad. <laughs> send Chloe Morello at least. I like, know. As that's, a US that's what I thought. <laughs> as an Australian. But you know what? Chloe Morello has has like a month old baby. Yeah. And a toddler. So she's not going anywhere. She's not going to like live it up in Dubai. And also, 
I it's feel not like paid, no, you know? And, like, the, Dubai's been in such hot water about doing this before. Remember, like, they invited Army Hammer and, like, M. Radzikowski to go, like, a couple of years ago. And I feel like they also got dragged about that because, like, mm. people are so quick to be, like... Dubai's anti-LGBTQIA+. Oh, and yeah. Like Beyonce's um, fans are having a go at her for going off. performing. And as I'm not speaking for the LGBTQIA plus community, but I feel like, and this is where like moments like this are very interesting. They actually address this on The Real Housewives of Dubai um, in the reunion. And Andy Cohen says, you know, you guys have copped a lot of flack and Bravo's copped a lot of flack because... Dubai is viewed as an anti-LGBTQIA+. Like, it's not sa- it's not a safe space for... Um, it's not a safe place for LGBTQIA plus people. And the girl... The lady said they're like, it's not an, it's not an LGBTQIA plus thing. Like, we have a lot of gay friends. It's like a respect. It's like a cultural respect thing. She's like, we can't kiss in public just as much as a same-sex couple can't kiss in public. Mm. So, it's kind of like a, well, no one can do it. It's not like certain people can't do it. It's like no, no one. one should do it and yeah. can't do it, which I thought was a really interesting modesty takeaway across from the it. board. Yeah, modesty across the board. Um, so I thought that was a really interesting takeaway from that conversation, and like, and I kind of felt the same. And then after hearing that, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Mm, yeah. And I kind of dropped it, and I was like, T. Yeah. You know, I understand. Mm. They said they're like we have a lot of friends that are like prevalent in like upper society who are LGBTQIA plus and open about it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's interesting. I feel like Dubai is kind of that place, like, it's, like, no alcohol, but, like, you can drink alcohol. It's, At a resort. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, you can you can still obtain alcohol to have in your home. It's just got a high taxes. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, we I had, um, I think I had wine with every dish when I went to the restaurant in the Atlantis. She was eating at a five-star restaurant. Yes. <laughs> See? So, anyway, I, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it looked like a hectic trip. And I it have been, wild. I have been tripping with tart before. Yeah. You know, maybe it was to the Gold Coast, but. Yeah, we love the GC. <laughs> but it was a great trip. Tart and know t- how to like take it to the next Tart level, have been doing that for love. years. Yeah. It's um, so them. It's just like Ula. It's like all those like kind of like. Brands that really like started blowing up in the 2000s. That's so like, it's so true to like that influencer. And we haven't had it in so many years. So it's kind of nice for me. Like I look at that and I'm like, it's nice to see people. They had a massive one in Paris, not tart, but drunk elephant. elephant, They had everyone over in Paris. Karastas had some, but had people in Paris. Yeah. Um, There was a bag brand that, or shoe brand that invited people to Florence. Yeah. Um, from all around the world as well. So there are big trips, but yeah. this tart one has um, kicked really up the most uh, blown it like out of the opinions. Water. And it was because of the totally. barstool TikTok yeah. that was posted where the guy was like, the math ain't mathing, but it's like you don't work in influencer marketing, so the math does math. Yeah. Like what they would spend on a campaign, like on a website, in a magazine, blah, blah, blah. Like that's – and what they would also pay those influencers for a single that's post right. as well. Yeah. Yeah, they're better true. off sending them overseas That's right. and getting unlimited content from them. Sending them on a contra trip, giving them like a little contractorino saying like, this is how many. They don't know, but th- it was said that they didn't have to do that. Okay. It, they weren't restricted, which Cute. leads to more organic content. Uh, 100%. Because when you're given deliverables like that, which is what the old school influencers were, like Laura Lee, yeah. Manny MUA, Desi, whatever, they were all given like specific amounts of content to post. Yeah. And it gets, I remember like,
like Melissa Alatori saying like it was kind of exhausting or Laura leave and totally. um, having to hit those targets and you couldn't just enjoy the trip. Whereas these girls aren't given those targets so they no. can just post and do whatever get ready with me. Yeah. And they're also like more free in what they're allowed to show. They were showing Charlotte Tilbury. They were showing mm-hmm. like other brands that they use and it's more organic. Yeah. Because they're picking up the things that they love. And I think from a brand relationship perspective as well, like Tarte isn't going to want to like, and they're not going to want to piss off Tarte by like going on a trip to Dubai and like posting something. I'm Alex not posting enough for like, oh, did she? She posted a Charlotte Tilbury ad while she was in Dubai. Stop. <laughs> but I reckon she probably told them. She's probably like, yeah. hey, I have an ad that it, that's scheduled to go live. While we're away. Yeah. And they okay? were probably like, it's fine. Yeah. Like underneath. They were just excited to have Alex L along for the ride. She could have done whatever she wanted. Yeah. (laughs) Her like trajectory to this is insane. It's been in a matter of months. Yeah. That's crazy. Like six months ago, I didn't know who Alex L was. Yeah. Now she's blown up. Now she's everywhere. Um, But I loved seeing like the Dubai Bling cast. I loved seeing the Real Housewives. Halas. Halas. Farhana Halas. Farhana. (laughs) Halas! <laughs> um, I love seeing the Dubai Bling cast. I love seeing like them blend with the Real Housewives of Dubai. Mm-hmm. I loved seeing, yeah, just like Kendall in that LJ, realm as LJ, well. LJ, 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 LJ. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Basically what I do is I quote like Ibrahim to um, Amelia all the time off. off LJ, 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 LJ. Halas! <laughs> um, I love it. Yeah, but. I just think it was just like so interesting. I like understand. I wish I went. Totally. I want to <laughs> see a Beyonce show. I think people just need to like not look at things with such like a microscope. You know, like mm-hmm. I just think there's so many dodgy things that happen. It's like, yeah, how about we que- how about we don't question like the influences on the trip or Tart? How about we question the Atlantis pouring like hundreds of millions of dollars into like this? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like And it's like dirty money as well. Crazy. Shout out to Tart. Whatever. I love Tart. What a great brand. <laughs> Such a good brand. Yeah. Um, okay. And then the last thing that I want to talk about is just like a brief little like TV show trailer that I watched the other day. Um, and it's a TV show on TLC called Milf Manor. Yes. I need to hear more about this because I saw this on the show notes and all I saw was Milk Manor, Milf Manor, sorry, question mark. And I was like, <laughs> what is this? So it is a new reality TV show. And in the trailer, they've got a line of women and they all look like they're in their maybe like 40s, also, 50s. Also, can I just say something? Sorry, before you continue. Mm-hmm. I'm such a sluz for a TLC show. Like I live for 90 Day Fiance. So this is already screaming my name. Yeah, I think that's the channel that the Culpo sisters are on, and I cannot get that show anywhere in Australia. And I really want, yeah, I really want to watch it. They're like the new Kardashians, and I really. Where do I know her from? She was on another TV show, and that's the only reason I knew. Well, she used to. She moved to LA to be with Nick Jonas, and they broke up with her. Yes. Um. But she was on a TV show. She was Miss Universe. Yeah. I don't know what TV show she was on though. Okay, I'll look it up. So Milf Manor starts with a line of women and then the curtain drops and on the other side is a bunch of boys and it's their sons. So basically the premise of the show is that these young guys in their late teens, early 20s are being matched up with these MILFs. Stop. And that's it. It's a dating show. But they also have have to be on that resort with their son around. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
this is giving incestuous. Yeah, it's gross. So I'm like, where can I find this show? Because this looks like that mess, that kind of mess that I need to see. It's giving messy bootsiana. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Not a vibe. Because like, um, but I watch. Because the ultimatum, love after the altar, like, is not back for another like few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the reunion episode. Yeah. Which I'm so looking forward to, but it's not back for a few weeks. So I need some mess before I get into that and get into Vanderpump as well. So if I can find this MILF Manor, then that's going to be my new. Yes, because when's Vanderpump back? Um, I feel like my wedding anniversary, Feb 8. Oh. Feb 8. I'm Feb 9. Two iconic things falling so close in succession. Mm-hmm. I love. Cute. Yeah. So that's it today, guys. Thanks so much for joining us. Um, if you could please, 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 please give us five stars on your preferred streaming platform. We would love you forever and ever. Please, like, give us a review as well. Subscribe. Or even if you don't give us a review, just, like, DM us and let us know how you're loving this new format. Because um, we are really enjoying it and it's really giving us life. Cute. You can also follow us. Um, I am at Shanino underscore and Amelia is at Amelia Singson. And you can also follow the podcast, Woman Fuzzy underscore podcast on TikTok and Instagram. Cool. That's Thanks, it for today, guys. guys. Thank you. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.